It's time to welcome in our next guest. David Strzewski is with us, CEO of Sound Planning Group. Let's talk about what we're seeing with the market strength. When you see the S&P well above 4,100 today, tech is doing so incredibly well in 2023. Uh, are we being tricked here or is something real happening? Uh, well, great to be with you, Nicole, as always. Um, you know, we like to look at the world in, in three different time frames. We want short-term, mid-term, long-term. Short to midterm right now is looking very strong. I mean, we're bullish. We're cautiously optimistic, but we're bullish right now. Uh, obviously, we had a phenomenal uh, uh, January. And, uh, you know, with Powell's news yesterday, the market rallied. And so, you know, we vote it goes up forever. Uh, but, uh, but, but, you know, here's the reality. Uh, you know, yes, we're, we're, we're seeing, you know, COVID not going to be around anymore. We're seeing some cleaning up on the supply chains. But we still see a lot of challenges here in the long term as our outlook uh, you know, for the economy is, is not great. You know, there's a case for a recession that's still pretty strong. And there's five specific indicators I'd love to share with uh, uh, your audience here that are either never wrong or rarely wrong that I think are important to be paying attention to. So the first one is that we look at the inverted yield curve. And so, uh, you know, that is right now worse than it was in the dot-com uh, or 2008. And so this is one of the most important indicators to pay attention to. I think it's given us uh, uh, some information. Uh, we've got falling PMIs. And so what happens is if we get uh, a below 50 on the, the PMI indicator, that's a um, recessionary signal. Well, what's interesting is if you look at even all 40 of the major nations that this PMI tracks, that all 40 of them are either below 50 or they're just slightly above 50. So recessions come and go, but globally, we're kind of slowing down right now. I think that that's important to take note of is that's a very, very unique thing uh, that's taking place. Uh, the third thing that we want to look at is quantitative tightening. And so we've actually not seen a market cycle ever where quantitative tightening has occurred. Uh, and so, you know, this is actually the exact opposite approach that we had in 2008 when things ultimately went down a ton. And so this is this is a big deal. So if the Fed hits their terminal rate, guess what they're going to still do? Still run off that balance sheet about $90 billion per month. And so that's going to cause liquidity to dry up and I think be very difficult for corporate credit here uh, as, as we move forward into the year. Uh, we've got soft home building right now. Obviously, just everything's very expensive. The land acquisition is expensive. Employees are expensive. Uh, but more importantly, where are the buyers? You know, I'd say that real estate's a buyer's market right now. But where are these buyers today uh, with this interest rate cycle that's, that's caused everything to be so much more expensive? And then lastly, we get down to the falling lean indicators. And so for the United States, the consumer is that lead indicator that we really want to be paying attention to because we are 70 percent of, of the overall economy. So in my opinion, I do not believe that the consumer has been prepared very well uh, for this specific moment in time. Um, you know, they've had two years of inflation. Uh, they would love this idea of getting down to this magic 2 percent that Powell wants to get to in the next 12 to 24 months. But you know, we're not going to be getting back to the prices that they were before. We're just going to not see them increase faster than what we, how we got here. And so this Goldilocks scenario is wonderful, uh, but sentiment right now is, uh, is, is, is not very positive on how people are doing. And of course, we can look at debt rising, savings going down in that consumer, and that presents some, some, some issues for us. So I think we're just yeah. in a critical place right now. And, uh, you know, to uh, your last best point here, you know, there's there's you know, we're, we're, we're watching the markets. We're watching the Fed. And uh, if we get to this place of a pivot, uh, which the market's ultimately pricing in, um, I think that that's that's something that's that's really concerning to look at, because on average, 
after a pivot like this, we see a 35.5% down uh, in the market over in the next 15 months. And so we haven't gotten to the pause, let alone a pivot. So again, I vote everything goes up forever here, uh, but uh, I just want to remind people that patience is critical right now. And while there was so much pent-up demand and consumers are out spending and traveling and shopping, et cetera, in the meantime, as you noted, they are tapping into their savings. In fact, people are using their credit cards at, we're seeing the growth in the use of credit cards at levels that are exponential, which means that either they feel really empowered or they're running to those credit cards because they are facing inflation, their dollar doesn't go as far, and those credit card rates are on the rise. And that will plague folks going forward when they have to pay those off by now, pay later, or just using credit cards for basics like food and gas and things like that. In the meantime, what do you tell investors at this point? You said there's a cautionary tone and sentiment. How about for investors? Do we make up a portfolio that maybe has some hedge or a barbell approach, one side more risky, one side more cautious? Mm -hmm. Well, we, we like to look at the world as cash assets, protected assets, and risk assets, because there's no such thing as a perfect individual investment. What we need is the right balance of, of these things. And so, hey, we can get rewarded right now for cash. And we think that cash is an important place uh, to be today because there are going to be buying opportunities. I think the real debate is, have we hit the bottom yet? And so hopefully what I just shared before uh, is going to help people to understand that there might be some more pain ahead of us. And so if so, having some dry powder on the side could be really valuable. You know, our protected assets today are something that we should really be focusing on. So yes, bonds do give us uh, greater yields right now. And so we're excited about that. I am concerned, however, that the, the credit structure that we have today and the fact that pretty much everyone was borrowing at rates that they're not gonna be able to, to get in the future. Um, you know, companies that weren't doing very well and weren't very profitable with low interest rates how are they going to make it in this higher interest rate for longer environment that we find ourselves in because of the Federal Reserve's intervention? So to be hedged today is critical. And one of the things that we have found to be one of the better hedges is this unique tool called a fixed indexed annuity. It acts like a bond, but it gives you none of the downside, reasonable rates of return on the upside. And so there's a lot of variations in that. And so that's one of the things that if we can have some confidence in our anchor, it gives us a little bit more uh, confidence in our risk on asset. And so we believe that we need to be a little bit more rifled right now, as opposed to a shotgun approach uh, to, uh, to our investments in, in, in risk on assets. Um, so, you know, we've, we've got portfolios uh, today that are, uh, you know, doing amazing. I mean, we've got a hedge fund right now that is definitely above 40% uh, on the year, uh, which is amazing, uh, but very abnormal. Is that going to be able to trend forever? Uh, you know, I, I vote it does, but the reality is, you know, we need to, we need to have both sides of that argument. So, you know, value has been great today, but small and mid caps have been uh, where we've been seeing, you know, some of the most uh, uh, increases and we're likely to see some of the greater increases uh, here as, as time continues to roll along. Uh, but, you know, let's just talk about the fangs right now. Uh, these are world-class companies that have been beaten up pretty bad over the last uh, market cycle. Yeah. And uh, we're obviously seeing, you know, significant upsides uh, here today as they have, you know, been reducing the, uh, uh, the, the employee loads, uh, just getting in alignment more with where, where the economy's headed. But they've got a lot of cash. They're run really well. And so if you find organizations that have low debt, high cash, and they can do $40 billion buybacks like Meta just did, I mean, what, a, what an amazing time for them 
because ultimately, you know, this is this is where they're going to be able to deploy and hopefully be able to take over a lot more market share. All right, David Strozewski, thank you for all of that. Appreciate it. Sound planning. Appreciate Thanks you, for being with us.